Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. What's up, guys? Welcome into the Wolverine Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, EJ Holland. Alongside me is my co-host, Zach Libby, and we are here to recap National Signing Day. It's been a busy, I don't even know how long, more than 12 hours. We've been awake since like 5 a.m., so um, Libby actually just got back from Belleville. So we're going to recap everything Michigan National Signing Day. Before we do, I do have a message from our sponsor, Game Time. Forget planning months in, adv- in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and so much more. Use Game Time now for all your ticket needs. Game Time is something that I use frequently. I try to take my wife to concerts and stuff, maybe not so much sporting events, but it has it all uh, over at game time. And if you don't have to deal with your wife and you just want to go hang out, hang out with your friends, check out a game, game time's the app for you. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Snag the tickets without the stress over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Wolverine for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem the code Wolverine for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, guys, we're going to do a little bit of a mix hybrid show since it is National Signing Day. We're going to be answering. Some of your questions, talking about some of the topics um, 
Devon Robinson already came in with a super chat. Something up with Josiah Edmonds, the only one who hasn't signed. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. We appreciate your 499 super chat there, Devon Robinson. So, um, you know, Michigan hasn't been announcing the signees. So it's been a little tough to follow today, trying to get, you know, confirmation from players and stuff. And Edmund was supposed to have his ceremony at six. He has not posted his uh, national letter of intent yet. So we're still hold up, waiting. Hold up, hold up, hold up. He just 30, did. 30 seconds ago. 30, Josiah Edmund is in. National signing day is over. Live here on the show. So Devon Robinson, um, yeah, it's over. Edmund has signed Antoine King has just done this. Libby, you want to publish the story while I talk a little bit about Josiah Edmond, I guess? Go for um, it. We'll do this. Yeah, just post it in the thread as well. But um, yeah, Josiah Edmond kind of kept us waiting there. But uh, nice, you know, late signature. Better late than never. I thought Josiah was one of the bigger steals of the class. You know, he was a guy that was kind of an unknown and i think josiah has one of the best stories in all of the recruiting class because he was a guy that like i said was unknown to the recruiting world unknown to the michigan staff so he commit ended up committing to purdue and in the summer he really really wanted a michigan offer michigan was the school he grew up you know, dreaming of playing at. He always wanted to be a Wolverine. So he played club seven on seven with Imarion Stewart, who, you know, obviously signed a, a four-star wide receiver, Michigan signee. And they went out to Michigan together. And Edmund didn't even, you know, give the coaches a heads up or anything. They had no idea who he was. Stewart was like, keep an eye on my guy. And he went out there and he killed it. And it is very rare to have a recruit um show up to a camp where the coaches don't really know who you are and come away you know as a guy as a potential target and that's exactly what Edmund did he had tremendous testing times he was one of the best uh players at the camp as well and so you know at the time they were still chasing Aaron Scott and Bryce West obviously those two recruitments went elsewhere to Ohio State and so that allowed Michigan to make that run at Josiah Edmond, and obviously he committed soon after. And he's been one of the biggest rankings risers. He's a tall, long, athletic corner with a ton of upside. So great to have Josiah Edmond and signing day. Finally, we've been waiting around for that. So, um, Zach, are you done posting your story? Actually, before we throw it to you, Zach, we do have a super chat here from Jonathan Rogers and he said five dollars. So appreciate you, Jonathan Rogers. Appreciate all the super chats coming in early on. He says, with DJ Pickett committing tomorrow, what are your feelings with that recruitment? Um, he didn't say he was committing, you know. I know there's some rumors that he might commit, um, but he talked about potentially releasing a top five in the winter and committing in June. So you could you know, potentially see a top schools list and not necessarily a commitment. Um, you know, I'm not sure a lot of 2025s as it pertains to Michigan really want to commit now considering the uncertainty and the fact that it's pretty early, but you know, Pickett said that he was going to release some news, but he, he definitely did not say 
that it was going to be a commitment. So I think we kind of have to wait and see. Look, I think Michigan's in a great spot with DJ Pickett. His mom went to Michigan. His grandmother still lives in the area. He has other family that are alumni as well. So heading into next cycle, you know, Michigan's in a great spot. He visited multiple times. He was on campus for the game. But, um, you know, again, with the uncertainty, there's no reason for him to really make any type of decision. And obviously he has a boatload of schools after him. Alabama, Florida, Miami, Texas are all, you know, contenders in, in his recruitment as well. But um, like I said, Josiah Edmond was the last to sign. Zach, you had a chance to see Edmond in person. Tell me a little bit about, you know, your observations uh, from seeing Edmond live and how happy you are that National Signing Day has closed with his signature. It's fitting for a kid that, for a kid like Josiah to be the final one because, as you mentioned, I've seen him twice, including in the playoffs, and he was responsible for a game ceiling two point conversion to advance them in the playoffs, you know, which ultimately led them to the finals. You know, he's just a straight dog. You know, there's not, there are a few kids in this class who mirror the confidence, like the inner self confidence that he possesses on both sides of the ball. I have said this before that he could play more than one position in Michigan. He's not just a restricted cornerback i could see him playing wide receiver i could see him playing nickel i could see him playing safety like uh special teams like as a returner he just has all the tools and traits to be that swiss army knife um you know as you mentioned you know he really found fell in love with the the environment around Michigan, especially when he visited for the barbecue at the big house um you know for uh, a player like him you can see him gravitating towards a coach like Steve Klingscale. They just match so well. You can see, feel that too when Josiah talks about Klink in interviews. Um, you can see why Klingscale would want a player in Edmond just based on how he handles himself, um, you know, is able to make him stand out the right way on the football field. I mean, he is. I don't know how, how would I put this right. He is someone who has really been thrown under the fire a lot on social media. I think you see – I've seen it a couple times. Now, whether they're fans or rival schools, you never see him get down. You never see him falter. You never see him, like, drop that confidence. You know, square shoulders, continues to display those athletic traits. Um if he continues playing corner, let's say from, you know, for Michigan, um, he has such great length, especially in the upper half. He's about 180 right now. So you can see him playing that 195 pound range, kind of have the same body type as a DJ Waller. Um, but he is someone that just has an incredibly high ceiling. And a coach like Steve Klinkscale can get the absolute most out of someone like Josiah Edmond. Um, I am very excited to see what he can bring to the table. And he has told us that he is early enrolling. So if he is able to get, do what he has to do in the offseason, spring camp, fall camp, I, he, he has the opportunity to not have a red shirt. Um, Michigan is specifically clean scale, too. You know, he is not afraid to play the best guys, regardless if they're freshmen. Um, you saw that with DJ Waller, you know, Jire Hill, Cam Calhoun, they all got minutes. So 
um, there's an opportunity for Josiah Hedman to do the same starting next season. Yeah, definitely. Um, sorry, guys, I'm dealing with some bad allergies all out of nowhere. Like as soon as the show started, I got hit with some allergies. But, um, you know, let's go ahead and move on to a new topic. We've got Brendan Pagel, who has a two part question for both of us. Who is your favorite recruit from this cycle that Michigan signed as a player? And who was your favorite player from this class that you covered as an individual? So that's a that's a good question. Um, for me, my favorite player that I covered um, just watching him was Owen Wayful. And I said that during the lunchtime show. I mean, he's a guy that was just so aggressive, physical, and just really, really fun to watch the way he dominated the line of scrimmage, the attitude he brought to the game, just pure violence from Owen Wayful. And he, you know, shares some similarities with Mason Graham. And I think he's one of the more underrated recruits in the country and has a chance to really surprise some people. Um, as far as who was my favorite player from the class that I covered as a as an individual, um, I would say like a, maybe Blake Frazier or, or Devin Baxter. I think those two guys really stood out to me from a personality standpoint. Baxter is the recruit that lives the closest to me. And so I saw him, you know, on multiple occasions and got to know him really well. And just a really good kid, high GPA kid, easy to get along with. I mean, just really appreciative of the process as well, um, especially since I went out to see him and really hyped him up when he had no profile picture, no stars or anything. And then Frazier just kind of reminds me of JJ in the sense that he has that really magnetic personality, kind of speaks in the same cadence and uses the same words and stuff. It's it's kind of uh, eerily similar to how JJ talked. Um, and obviously he loves the program and he's just really invested in Michigan. And he's also kind of just invested in recruiting. It was kind of cool to chat with him during the process just about other recruits and things of that nature. So Blake Fraser and Devin Baxter were two of my personal favorites. All right, Libby, your turn. So the was so favorite recruit from this cycle. So obviously I've said this uh wow, well, yeah, last night's show. It's you know, all my days are the same at this point. Um yeah, Cole Sullivan, linebacker from Central Catholic in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He has been my favorite ever since I saw him in game in early September when they went to Cleveland and played one of the powerhouses, St. Ignatius, and absolutely dominated. Um, Sullivan in that game had like 12 tackles, including like few for a loss. Um, he had a touchdown as a wide receiver that was called back to. Um, and he was like the lawn snapper and he caused a forced fumble, but Overall this season, he played in 12 games and he recorded 105 tackles as a kid who has the ability to line up in multiple positions. You know, Mike will uh, come down in an edge in an edge role. He just brings so much potential to Michigan's defense and he fits that scheme so well. Um, I imagine he would start out as a Mike, um, but as someone who's six foot three, 200 pounds, you, you, you know, there's an opportunity to see where his body molds under Ben Herbert's watch, strength and conditioning coach, where in about two, maybe a couple of years, you can see where his uh, where he fits best. And regardless of where he plays, I feel fully, fully expect him to be a starter. He is 
I think we've both agreed after watching film and watching him in game that he might arguably be the best defensive signee in this 2024 class. Um, off the field too, you know, he's just a kid who he, he, he I, I feel like he refuses to brag about himself and you get that, you know, you see that a lot with this 24 class, which is good, but um, a kid who just knows the game so well, is so intelligent, just knows how to be in position to make plays, but also knows, you know, there's always tomorrow, you know, can't dwell on the past. You have to keep moving and keep improving. So he's like that as a student. He's like that on the football field. I think he just fits that Michigan culture really well. And then another guy that I really enjoy covering was uh, Micah Kapana out of Las Vegas, Nevada. He is a four-star running back. I went out there to see him in October during Bishop Gorman's uh, homecoming game. No, not homecoming game. Senior night. I'm sorry. Senior night. Um, the the Bishop Gorman community, if anyone, no one's been out there, you know, obviously they're national champs and everything, but that that is such a family-oriented community that you can understand why someone like Micah would like Michigan so much for how much family is pitched on the recruiting trail by the coaching staff. He is by far the most underrated signee in this 2024 class. He, when I saw him, he had about seven carries, 70 yards, two touchdowns. Um, he was involved in the passing game and he played only a half because the running clock started in the third quarter. Um, he's coming in without any mileage on his body. I think not being playing for a team with loaded with division one town like himself, he didn't have to, all the weight didn't have to be on his shoulders. So he's coming in with not only just a, a physically ready uh, frame, you know, without just um, the wear and tear, He's also coming in with a chip on his shoulder to prove that he can be that everyone down, every down running back. And I think that competition between him and top 100 running back Jordan Marshall, who is in that same category as Micah, just two guys who um, you, you can see them getting the torch passed down to them in terms of just lineage of Michigan running backs. I think those two are just going to have um, – get the best out of each other in practice. They have told me that specifically during those spotlights, uh, signing spotlight interviews, they have, they're rooming together in June. They're going to, they, they, they know what's ahead of them on the running back depth chart. And they're just so impressed with just the opportunity that lies ahead in terms of how much Michigan runs the ball. Um, he, he, you know, Marshall obviously gets more publicity because he's from Ohio. He's the Mr. Ohio Award winner, and he, he deserves that. But Michigan's getting two good running backs, two good guys who are able to shoulder the load. And you can see them have been that combo that Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards are. So, uh, you know, there's just – I think that's just so great about covering recruiting, man. Like, you you get to go to Princeton, New Jersey, and cover Owen Wafel, right? Like, you get to see who he is. Um, you learn about him, you, you know, you see who he is when he's not <laughs> ragdolling kids, but you know, kid like Micah, you know, just a kid who wants to have a find better opportunities for his life and his family. So it's just great. It's great. Um, I think Michigan's class overall, is just, there's, you couldn't ask for a better 27 kids. 
Definitely. Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> Daniel G was like, EJ looks zoned out with Libby talking. I am trying my best not to just start like a sneezing palooza here. Like, I don't know what's going on in this room right now, but my allergies are so bad. Um, so again, apologies. Like I feel like I have to sneeze like, like crazy. So um, hopefully I can make it through this show without um, passing out. Libby must have put a curse on me after I dissed him for his uh, lobster killing yesterday. But um, yeah, so no, I want to definitely shout out uh, Frank R who said you guys are killing it with the commit videos. Nobody is putting out close to the amount you guys are putting out today. Yeah, we've been putting out a ton. I think we had 20 signing yep. interviews here on the YouTube channel. So if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, uh, definitely hit that subscribe button. Like this video. We have more than 130 people watching right now. So we should have 130 likes. So make sure to like the video and subscribe. Um, but yeah, 20 exclusive interviews on signing day uh, with, with 20 of the signees. So, you know, you can hear from guys like Jordan Marshall and Blake Frazier and Owen Wayful and Devin Baxter. You get to know a lot of these, you know, future Michigan stars right now here exclusively on our YouTube channel. Shout out to P Maximus, who also says um, he appreciates the effort we bring. So, yeah, we uh, we do try hard to get out on the road, see all these guys, establish relationships with them. And that's why we're able to get them on the YouTube show and things of that nature. So it's uh, it's been a lot of fun today, even though it's been really tiring. Uh, obviously, one thing we haven't talked about uh, from today's action is arguably the biggest storyline, which is Michigan landed a commitment from on 300 edge Lugard Etik Pai. He was the late addition. Um, you know, a guy we talked about on yesterday's show, we both said we were feeling good about Michigan. And just to touch on Etik Pai again, you know, it wasn't necessarily a surprise with all the predictions already in for Michigan, but just to give some backstory, you know, this is a kid that Michigan offered, offered a day after he released his top five in November. But the two things that really sold Etik Pai on Michigan were development and academics. And so, you know, when, once Michigan got him on campus for his official visit last week, it was a wrap. I mean, they really impressed his family uh, with that track record of developing pass rushers as well as the elite education. And, you know, I was the first one to put in a pick for him and just felt really, really confident about him joining the class after that OV. So, you know, he's an exciting prospect, six foot seven, 215 pounds, a lot of room to add weight, I think. You know, if he reaches his upside, he has a chance to be one of those next great Michigan pass rushers. He, he does have a really low floor, which is scary. But at the same time, I think Eric Pai made a business decision going to Michigan because if he is going to reach his potential, I think Michigan's the place to do it because you have a great teacher in Mike Elson and also because you have a great strength and conditioning coach in Ben Herbert. You can't really get a better combination than that. And then, uh, you know, you also have Dylan Roney helping out as well. And, and Roney did a fantastic job in this recruitment overall, kind of leading the way. And you have Jesse Minter, who's a brilliant defensive mind as well. So just a lot of positives for Michigan with Attic Pai. And I think they can help him reach that ceiling, which is outrageous. One of the best ceilings in the class. Zach, anything to add on Attic Pai? 
I think it just goes to show the type of kid that Michigan finds trust in, right? Like you can develop a kid over a certain amount of time. You don't have to throw him in the fire. You don't have to uh, affect his development in a negative way by playing him early. You can store him, get him to his right frame and, uh, you know, build him into the ideal clay. And then once he gets on the field, it's just, you know, you reap rewards. So uh, I, I think your statement of having the most potential uh, is, is valid. Um, you know, there's, there's few kids in far between that are six foot seven right now with that kind of wingspan and 215 pounds right now. It's, 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 it's rare. It's rare. Let's go back to the chat box and pick out a question. Uh, Jackson Ross says, do any of the freshmen make an impact next year? If so, who? So I'll let you go first, Zach. I mean, obviously, I think the first one is Jordan Marshall. Um, he's going to have an entire offseason to get back to full strength. Because if you don't know, he suffered a high ankle sprain in the latter half of the regular season this year. So he still came back. He only missed two games, but he has an opportunity. You know, he has the time in the window to arrive in June ready to go 100 um, percent he's training right now with an academy down there 220 athletes I think it's called and then he's running track so not only is he going to build up more speed he's going to continue late lifting in the regimen that Ben Herbert sends him um, you, you know he, what he can do so he's not falling behind once he arrives in June but you know, the expectation for him to uh, shoulder the load at some, you know, in some capacity, I feel like that's at least a reasonable expectation. Um, he, for a kid, as we mentioned, Mr. Ohio, but he finished this past season with over 2,000 all-purpose yards. This kid is a, this is a third, every down running back. And if anyone can get to maximize his potential and allow him to get into acclimate into that environment of the Big Ten is Mike Hart, who's done it before as a starting freshman. So I think that pairing is perfect. Um, I fully expect him, Jordan, to at least have some impact or contribute to an offense for next season. I would get, definitely agree on Jordan Marshall, obviously. I mean, when you look at the roster as well, I mean, you have Blake Quorum heading off to the NFL. I mean, Donovan Edwards potentially heading off. And then you have, you know, Kalel Mullings, uh, who's more of a power back type of guy. And then you have, you know, Ben Hall, who's flashed, but still a bit of an unknown. Hasn't played a lot of football either. You know, he didn't get to play a ton as a senior Cole Cabana, you know, still a bit of an unknown at the next level as well. So, you know, Tavier Dunlap has never really been able to make an impact. So I think Jordan Marshall would have an opportunity to go in there and be a bell cow type of back to have a freshman season very similar to that of Mike Hart. Um, you know, he's a between the tackles runner, but I think he showed improved speed as a senior. And he also flashed the ability to catch the ball like he can he he's a pretty decent receiver like if you've seen some of Zach's videos I mean he made some really good catches throughout the year so I think that um Jordan Marshall is definitely one I think a guy that'll get 
on special teams right away is Jaden Smith. I mean, this is a guy that blocked several field goals and punts throughout his high school career. He was in, you know, an absolute mercenary on kickoff coverage. This is a guy that Jay Harbaugh is absolutely going to love. And, you know, I, you look at the secondary and there is some need for immediate help. So maybe Josiah Edmond gets thrown into the fire a little sooner than expected. Maybe he gets into the rotation. Same thing with a, a Jacob Odin, who I know Zach has mentioned as a possible guy that could contribute early as well. So, you know, I think those are, are some of the ones that, that we would name uh, as potential early impact players. We only have a few more minutes. Let's see. We have uh, about five more minutes left on the show guys. So, we want to bring you a special me message from another one of our sponsors, and that is Leonard Financial Solutions. Uh, Leonard Financial Solutions founder Jonathan Leonard wants you to listen to, wants to listen to you to get to know your story and how he can best help you. People often hesitate to contact a financial advisor because they think they have to know what they want first. Leonard Financial Solutions founder Jonathan Leonard will start with you at square one, getting to know you and you, your unique situation. When is the best time to sit down with a financial advisor? It's now, whether you are just starting out, hoping to retire in the next five years, or already retired, Leonard Financial Solutions wants to help you make smart decisions about your money. Get the expert financial advice without the high pressure sales pitch. Reach out to get started today for a free consultation at www.leonardfs.com or call 856 444 Life. So thanks again to Leonard Financial Solutions for that. Uh, also, make sure to subscribe to thewolverine.com. We're going to have plenty of other National Signing Day coverage over at thewolverine.com today. It's just $1 for one month or 50% off your annual subscription. All right, let's talk a little bit about the skill players. We've talked about Jordan Marshall, um, Michigan bringing in Jaden Davis, Channing Goodwin, Marion Stewart. And then you have the tight ends, Hogan Hanson and uh, Brady Prescorn. What do you think about that collective group, Zach? Are you pleased with it? Do you think Michigan could have done better in some areas? How are you feeling about that nucleus? I'm sorry, with the tight ends? Um, the skill players as a whole. I mean, oh. we talked about Jordan Marshall, but just Jaden Davis, the receivers and the tight ends. Yeah, I'm just going to break it down. Um, the wide receivers, I mean, look. Omarion Stewart is I've seen him only in a camp setting and he has definitely he's definitely impressive. You know, he is shifty. He's uh, elusive in the open field and he can make those tough catches. Um, Channing Goodwin, I know you have seen him um, watching your videos. He's just a guy who will fight for that extra yard. Um, some guy who is dependable on like third down situations. Some guy who if, you know, screen passes or quick slants like he is my go to target. Um, you know, plus he's a legacy, so he understands what is ahead of him. Um, but running backs, we've talked about that, you know, just a, an elite, elite duo. Um, Mike Hart couldn't have gotten two better guys. Um, but specifically with wide receivers, you know, the, the, the not having a bigger bodied outside receiver was something we've talked about throughout the fall. That's why guys like Nitro Tuggle, who went to Georgia and others, you know, were, uh, Chance Wiggins, obviously, in your area, were uh, talked about, you know, were in the mix. 
um, just didn't happen. But I feel like that's something that needs to happen next cycle, getting a bigger body, you know, that outside threat. Um, but I think my opinion of that will kind of change too. If Gatlin Bear, top 100 from Burley, Idaho, commits on the later signing period, if that happens, you know, you get a trans, trans, transcendental, trans, transcending, transcending. Um, I'm so tired. Uh, transcending wide receiver with just Olympic trial speed. You know, forget the fact that he's going to not enroll until 2026. You want that guy in your wide receiver room in 2026. But quarterback, Jane Davis. Obviously, there's some things that need to be worked on, like just throwing motion and all that. But you're getting a guy who's, uh, uh, as I've mentioned before, just a field general, a commander of the offense. He's definitely he has worked with some of the best quarterback trainers and just former quarterbacks um, throughout his time in high school or and just uh, earlier. He's been around smart people. They taught him well. He's obviously a winner. He's won back to back. North Carolina uh, state championships. Um, the relationship that he has with Kirk Campbell, I think that will be beneficial because Kirk Campbell in his first year as quarterback's coach has gone, he has raised the roof in terms of how to be a mentor, um, you know, teaching mechanics, but also teaching how to grow young men. But offensive line, uh, those five, man, you know, their relationship. It, there, that alone, I think, will just lead to them potentially starting together as a unit, all five of them potentially down the road. They are just they they all mesh so well. They're so common. They're common. They're so they're they're the commonalities between them. You know, they're hard nosed, blue collar. Um, put your hand in the dirt. You know, just that grit. I know I'm using all those key phrases, but it all explains uh, a, an ideal offense alignment for Michigan. That's one back-to-back Joe Moore awards. And I think guys like Luke Hamilton, Ben Roebuck, Andrew Sprague, Blake Frazier, whose dad played on the offensive line for Michigan, Jake Winera, those guys get it. Um, you couldn't ask for just a more cohesive unit there. So, um, you know, there's, there's still pieces that you think could, you could, could have added, but, um, you know, when you throw in guys like Brady Prescorn, who has NFL potential, Hogan Hansen, who's just a mauler in the run game and shows an, um, an elite pass catching ability, you know, you just you have an offense that maybe there's more skill in it than previous years. Um, we'll see how that happens as more development continues. Um, so Zach kind of gave an overview of the offense defensively, you know, it looked like Michigan was going to take a bigger edge class. They settled with three, but I think you have two really high upside players in Devin Baxter and Luger Dedekpahi. And you also have, um, you know, a high floor guy in Dominic Nichols as well, who had a sensational senior season, set records at his high school and led Oakdale to a state title. The defensive line doesn't have that big fish that a lot of people desire, but, I think you landed, you know, your 300 pounder in David Pale and you have guys that fit the Mike Elston mold, like a Ted Hammond and, and Manuel Bagel. Um, and then you also have, uh, you know, Owen Wafel, who I think can be Mason Graham like, like I said earlier. So, you know, defensive line and edges, I, I think, are, are solid. The linebackers just have a lot of intrigue. I mean, Cole Sullivan, really athletic guy that can play. Uh, multiple positions, but might have an argument as the best defensive 
committing the class. Uh, Jaden Smith is, is a positionless kind of athlete that I see maybe as a, a will or even an edge. Like there's a lot you can do with him too. Uh, really fast kid that plays with his head cut off and doesn't necessarily know what he's doing yet. But once he gets molded, he has a lot of potential. Um, Jeremiah Beasley, just really solid Michael Barrett type of kid, um, you know, played running back, ran the 200 meter for Belleville, really physical student of the game. I think the secondary is obviously lacking a bit, you know, um, Michigan missed on its top corner targets. I think Josiah Edmond committing really helped, uh, Jeremiah Lowe, I think is a little more of a depth piece. I think Jacob Odin has a really high floor, but you know, you had your misses with Aaron Scott and Bryce West and Zaquan Patterson. And I think that was tough. 2025 is loaded across the board in the secondary. So Michigan has to land those elite level targets next cycle. And, uh, you know, a kind of a bonus guy on the defensive side of the ball is Mason Curtis, a four-star athlete who can literally play everything, has experience playing safety, linebacker, edge. So it'll be really interesting to see what he uh, turns into but that's our time tonight guys uh, appreciate y'all for joining us make sure to like this video subscribe to our youtube channel sorry i was battling an allergy attack zach you're back with your turtleneck man i didn't even notice it's, that like do you sweater. have like a, do you have a rotation it's just, it's just a sweater no turtles okay so you cut off the turtleneck got you um, but make sure to like this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel and head over to the Wolverine.com for even more content. Um, $1 for one month or 50% off for an entire year. I will be back tomorrow night. So we'll have a special Thursday edition and hopefully I can avoid sneezing uh, for a breakdown of every single signee. So you're not going to want to miss that. So remember to set that reminder and subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out the signing spotlight videos, 20 signees talking about signing with Michigan. I'll see you tomorrow. Zach, we'll see you next week. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in 
West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 